Welcome or welcome back to Horse for Whore. I'm Mariah. And I'm Kayla. And we're starting season two off with a banger. Because we have a special guest named Teddy Two Pumps. I'm, I'm not going to answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Ted. Uh, I'm not 45 years old. Uh, it's really good to be here today. I uh, have my own podcast called Two Drunk Cucks. Um, this is about us. Wow. No, can I? Pl- I'm making a plug. A plug. Excuse this me? is about I'm us. I'm making a plug. All right. Wow. If you want to go to a good podcast, try Two Drunk Cucks. But anyways, uh, I'm very humbled and pleasured. I don't know if pleasured is a good word. And that's not very a good humbled. word. <laughs> Very, very humbled to be here with the horse today, and we got uh, some good topics, so I'm ready to get into it. But I do just have to say before we start, this is our second fucking time recording this. I was gonna this say that because Ted is an idiot. <laughs> Literally, I just get... did. I just did what you told me to do. Obviously no. incorrect. If you guys, we we recorded for like two and a half hours yesterday. And everyone goes to send me their audio files so I can edit them. And me and Mariah have like two and a half hours of recording and Ted has six whole minutes. <laughs> so yeah, now... Six, yeah, but those six minutes were pretty, pretty sweet. No, <laughs> were they? Because so I never Ted, got them. Ted is in trouble and now he has to share his screen with us so that we can watch it the whole time. So and keep also, that in mind, though, whenever you're yeah. listening to the rest of this podcast, because this is a two-for podcast. Ted is going to give us a story about some dude's hole, because he's really into dude holes. And I'm going to cover some stuff about aliens, because aliens are dope. But if it sounds off later, because I didn't edit it properly, it's because Ted fucked his shit up. <laughs> it's because I was I was making some magic, and I was saying hilarious stuff, and they had to cut it all out. <laughs> I was making this podcast listenable, and, uh, Boy. You know, Is now, that a word? No, none of that stuff. Listenable? It's gotta be. It's not. He's an idiot. Audible. No, audible <laughs> is, like, if you can hear it. <laughs> listenable. Fine. Whatever. Tell us about okay. some boy's hole, bro. Yeah, tell us about right. a boy hole. Okay, so, I know you girls have never heard this story before, so. No, not even once. So, make sure you pay close attention, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to talk about this thing called Mel's Hole. That it's a toll pays the troll to get in the boy's hole. That's like the 90th <laughs> time they both heard it, so I hope the listener is laughing. Laugh, listener. This is your laugh track. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm really... I'm... <laughs> Anyways, can I finish, please? Go ahead, please. All right. So uh, Mel's Hole, it's not, a, it's not a dirty thing. It's a... Pretty, pretty innocuous thing. So, according to uh, urban legend, I suppose, back in the day there was a there was a radio. Back in my day. <laughs> back in back in the nineties. Back in 10, yeah, uh, when Kayla and I were both 2000s. children. Yeah, babies. You guys weren't children. You were. Yes, we were. Dude, we I were. was born in ninety six. Well, I was born in ninety six. Yeah, you were born child. way before that. I was, I was born in 92. It's fine. Kayla's pretty old. You rude ass. I was a toddler. That's still Kayla's, young. 
Kayla's uterus is shriveling up. <laughs> You're a fucking dick. Hey, One can fucking help at this point. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Can we, I haven't even got out of the first sentence yet. Can I? It's not. Can we, okay, go ahead. It's your stage, Ted. All right. Yeah, thanks. Uh, anyways, so Coast to Coast AM was a radio show on late at night. It was uh, hosted by a guy named Art. But Bell. hold on, hold on. It was, it's on AM. Yeah, Who the yeah. fuck yeah. listens it's to AM? It's important to note that. Who, what listeners listen to the AM radio station? Exactly. Please let me know. There, and tell me what You had on. limited options. You had limited options back then. There was no XM radio. It was just, and it, in the middle of the night, you know, you listen to what you could. This shows you how old it is. There's still FM radio in the middle of the night, bro. This had a really <laughs> good signal, all right? You could, you could hear it really well. All right, so it was hosted by Art Bell, and it was kind of a show on, like, just kind of esoteric stuff, kind of paranormal stuff. So <clears throat> one night there was a call by a, an individual named Mel Waters. So Mel came on, and he claimed that he had a hole, a big hole on his property. A big it was like gaping a, hole. It was a big Ew. gaping hole. It was like a... <laughs> it was, uh, it was more like a well. The first deep. 15 feet of it were like made of stone, and then the rest it was just mud, I guess, and stone. So uh, he claimed that the hole never ended. He stated that... This is a song that never... Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Man, Lamb Chop was a good show, by the way. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking uh, about. Old. You, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. What do you mean you don't? What? It's called Lamb Chop? You just sang the song. I just learned it song. in school. Yeah, you learned that in school. That's that song is from a TV show called Lamb Chop. Never from seen like it. Never heard of it. Right. I learned that from my younger sister who wanted to annoy me. Okay, well that's an Love actual you. that's an actual show. Okay, never mind. Just look it up on YouTube. Just look it up on YouTube. Just go to YouTube. God. Okay, so. Anyways, uh, Mel claimed that this hole never ended. He said he and his neighbors would constantly throw shit down the well, or the hole. They'd throw refrigerators, any kind of garbage, all kinds of stuff. Irresponsible. And uh, after a while, Mel said that he got, you know, a little uh, weirded out because the hole never seemed to fill up. So, and when they would throw these big items down there, there was no sound. You could not hear it hitting the bottom. There was no echo when he yelled down it. So it was just really, really confusing. Um, So eventually what he did was he went and he would buy a bunch of fishing line, like 5,000 yards of fishing line. Girls, try to control yourselves. I know you've not heard this story before. Never. Ew, don't get that close to the camera. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I didn't get close to my camera. No, I know. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. anyways, he started, he started getting a lot of fishing lines so that he could measure how, you know, far down this hole goes. Well, he waded the line, and he could never get to the bottom of the hole. He kept buying more and more line, and he Sounds got like to about 80,000 feet of line, which equates to, like, 15 miles, which is unheard of. There's nothing in yeah. the world. I think... I think Mariana's trench in the ocean doesn't even go that far. So as far as we would... know. Well, okay, as far as we know. That's the other part that we talked about yesterday too. Is like, how far down is? Have we ever like drilled? You said it was only yeah, like four miles. 
I think it's like three or four miles. I think the Russians did it, and it's nowhere near what he was claiming. So a lot of callers started calling in and claiming bullshit. Um, but this has never been verified, but it's also never been disproven. He stated As that people he was do in, when cool shit goes on, they try to say it's not true. Well, yeah, but I mean, this is a pretty bold statement. So you got, you know, with uh, great claims require great evidence, I would say. So, Pixar didn't happen, Ted? That's what you're trying to say? Exactly, exactly. Okay. So, uh, basically, he said that this was somewhere uh, near Manastash, Washington. Manastash. Uh, yeah, so I don't really know where that is. But he didn't look it up. He... Dude, we'd paint us no, a picture. Dude, we like geography a... lessons here. Listen, it's in Washington State. Don't worry, Kayla's going to do your job. All right, good. Yeah, look it up. See if it's... Manastash. Is it a real place? Manastash Ridge. Sure looks like it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I'm not making this up. Is it by Seattle? uh, That's all I know. Wait, is Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. It is almost like dead center of Washington. Boring. It's pretty So, what? It's it's on the desert side? There's no, there's a desert in Washington? Um, yeah, did you not know that? The mountain blocks it. It rains, it rains like 300 days a year. Okay, you're thinking of one area, there's 100% a desert side. Look, 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 it can rain in the desert. Oh, I'm sorry, Mariah, I didn't know you were a meteorologist. I'm not a meteorologist, you (laughs) dick, I'm just smart. (laughs) I'm like you. (laughs) I would say it's in the mountainous region just because it's called Manastash Ridge. Okay. Yeah, he also said it's near Ellensburg, somewhere in that area. I've never heard of that. Okay, that's not, that's not descriptive. It's near Hanford Ridge National Monument. That doesn't tell me shit. Yeah, that's meaningless. It's dead center of Washington. Cool. Oh, and then also there is a paranormal aspect to this because he also claimed that his neighbor threw his dead dog in there. And then a couple days later somehow. Why'd you have to say that part again? Because that's part of the it story. It ties into my dog. It has to. It was a dead it's dog, sad. and then it was really dead. It was probably mangled. Oh, my God. Uh, no. Its head was probably falling off. Guts probably falling out. Probably not. Probably so, not. So, so, anyways, this dead dog, this deceased animal, was thrown into the well, and uh, allegedly the, the dog showed back up a couple days later. So that's kind of the paranormal aspect to this. But that, you know, that's a can't verify that either uh basically what happened after this interview is waters called in a couple of days later and he claimed that this has gotten the attention of federal agents united states federal agents and they came in and they seized all of his property yeah so that's not surprising at all so they take everything good they just take everything that would obviously be important you know i would think that'd be something they would have uses for what are they going to do with it i don't understand what the government would do with a hole like what are you doing i don't know i don't know i don't either i haven't i haven't thought that much Uh, besides throwing dissenters down you trying to go to the center of the planet to see but you know what this kind of has given me vibes of uh the tomorrow war do you guys watch that the amazon movie no with uh, uh 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 chris pratt is it chris pratt no i've never watched that you don't watch I've never it? never seen it. So basically, yeah. are you going to watch it? No, you can tell no. us. 
Okay, well, if anyone <laughs> has Skip ahead 30 it, seconds if a listener doesn't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll quickly say it. So, like, basically, um, what happens is global warming thaws out part of, like, Antarctica and well, some duh. shit. And, like, deep, deep, deep down, there's, like, these alien spaceships or whatever with these creatures that basically kill off the fucking planet and humans. So, this is just giving me those vibes because, like, the further you go down into the Earth, I'm just saying, like, there's got to be shit there. Tomorrow world is our war. War. What, what do you What do you mean there's sh- What do you mean there's got to be shit down there? Like no, shit. Literal mammoths. In, in the center of the world. Come on. You've never seen Journey to lava. the Center of the Earth. There's got to be. There's got to be shit. Yeah, but that's. It, it's all. It's like lava. There's nothing. Nah, 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 nah. I don't believe it. Look, there's if the diseases. government is interested in a hole that goes to the center of the freaking planet, there's a lot more than just lava. I'm, I'm, yeah. Conspiracy. Okay. Well accepted. There's been like 50 movies. It's got to be true. Yeah, they don't just it. come up with this shit on their own, guys. Yeah. It's founded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah they, don't, yeah, they don't make anything up. It's not fiction. It's based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, some dude actually claimed that he would go down in the hole if he got him a cage and like a camera, but that never happened. He Are you serious? Uh, I would watch that. It would be like the opposite of Shark Week. Yeah, it'd be better in Shark Week. Yeah, I'd watch that. Huh. Yeah, I'll f- you wouldn't watch some guy go into a never-ending hole? I'd be like, I'm DVRing this shit immediately. DVRing? Fact, you're old as you fuck. The fact still doing DVR. Do people, do people not do that anymore? First no. off, we don't pay for cable anymore, so if you are, stop that. <laughs> No, I don't pay for cake. It's three hundred. It's like three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I was gonna say, what is Maria paying for it? Hell no. Maria's Ted's girlfriend. Everybody. So how do you get? Alleged- Allegedly. You live with <sighs> she's her. She's gonna listen to this and she's gonna kick your ass out of your own house. <laughs> I would too. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. What, what do you gotta say? Who? Me? I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask you how you get your your TV like. How do you watch entertainment, Ted? Never mind. Don't answer that. What do you that. mean? How do Pornhub.com. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I figured it out. Keep going. Okay. Uh, okay. So, anyways, multiple people have claimed to have seen the whole. Uh, the boys' hole. Yeah, they've claimed to see this boys' hole. Uh, there's also <laughs> the reports hole. that it's a man's hole. Yeah, it's a hairy man's hole. Uh, so. There's also claims that the U.S. government is, like, maintaining a top-secret base in the area as well, but I, I've never seen anything about that either. Uh, bottom line wouldn't. is... What? And you wouldn't. Well, I might. You would I'm very important. Uh-huh. I'm very important. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Local uh, news reporters got a hold of this story as well. Uh, so they went out looking for it. They sent a geologist out there. They could never find the hole said it didn't exist, said it's actually geologically impossible because if it was actually that deep, it, the hole would collapse on itself under the pressure. Um, so, you know, the story's out. You know, we, we really don't know. Uh, if you want to hear the interview, it's actually s- super riveting if you listen to it. There's like, He called in multiple times. Uh, I think total interviews, that he, he probably did three or four, and it's probably about six hours. He stated that when they took over his um, his property, they you know threatened him that they could 
you know, plan a meth lab there and get him in trouble if he didn't relinquish his property. And then allegedly they gave him a lot of money to go to Australia and live out the rest of his life. So, Bro, why can't I choose where I'm going? If you're taking my land and giving me a ton of money and threatening me to leave, can I not choose where? Why do I have to go to Australia? Their spiders are huge. They got all all kinds of things that would kill me. Why would I go there? Everything there. Yeah, everything there will kill you. So, I don't know. Maybe they wanted him out of the U.S. I don't know. There's tons of other countries. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I don't know. that, But, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the story. Uh, I, know, I know that was very interesting, hearing, hearing a second time. No, but so, it is um, interesting. You didn't tell us about the guy in the cage or anything yeah. the first time. So. Yeah, I forgot about that yesterday. Wow, great then, work. Yeah, Mariah, weren't you talking yesterday about how it could be used as like a a missile site? Maybe it's like an old like a decommissioned silo. Yeah. But then they made me feel stupid. Yeah. Ted 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 made you feel stupid. stupid. I didn't make you feel stupid. I didn't say stupid. But anyway, we'll be sure to link the interviews in the show notes. Well do your job, Ted. Make sure to send me those. This is your goddamn podcast. You're the one who didn't come prepared. I did come prepared. I could get you the links right now. Is it still recording? Is it still going? Yeah. Oh, man, it's at 30 seconds. No, it's not. You're so full no, of shit. Not. You're such a, you're <laughs> such a terrible liar. <laughs> uh, you guys commended me yesterday on my preparedness, so don't try to switch it up today. We're switching it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Ted. You're like our little <laughs> like opening to season two, and hopefully yeah. it doesn't go this way at all, and everything goes according to plan. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that actually has listened to most of the episodes or some of the season one episodes, there was one shout-out that I actually put in one of our episodes, and I don't remember which one, but the shout-out was from... Ted, actually. Did did you just choke on your face? (laughs) (laughs) He's got bitch lungs. I got a... A little bitch lungs. Just just, just keep going, please. Just just get me out of this thing. (laughs) Okay, so, listeners, please stick around because next... Right after this ad break, right after this, we're actually going to have a little bonus episode where Kayla discusses men in black and some of their theories. Um, also, we used to work with Ted, so we're not just being mean to him to like yeah, be mean yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. We actually know him. <laughs> Ted is mean to me no. on a daily basis, you guys. <laughs> that, that is so not true. And secondly, <laughs> I forget what I was going to say, but... <laughs> Uh, no, I've, I, I've actually never met these girls, and they're just oh bitches. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, that's, that's you can't really say that. What, yeah. what do you mean? You can't, you can't say call that. us bitches. Yeah, you can't bitch. say that. The name, the name of your podcast is Whores for Horror. That's different than bitch. <laughs> anyway. Well, what, would you prefer, what would you prefer? I'd prefer that you call us Mariah and Kayla. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, All right, that's, that's fair. don't forget that Ted has his own podcast that I doubt any of our gracious, angelic listeners will want to go listen to. But in case you do, it's called, what is it called? Two, Two Drunk, Drunk Cucks. Cucks. It's called Two Drunk Cucks. 
Uh, we just reached a hundred downloads. Oh my god! Yay! Is, uh... That's nice. That's good, Ted. That's good. Do you guys actually drink on your podcast? Uh, not really. Okay, what? Uh... That doesn't make any sense. You need to start drinking and have like you guys should have like an alcohol drink each episode that's like you tied should. in with the movie. <gasps> Stick around after this ad break because we have more coming to you, listeners. We love you. Goodbye for now. See ya. See ya. My research is on the Maury Island incident. Have you guys heard of it at all? The Maury Island incident. Yeah, M-A-U-R-Y. Okay, no, I don't. Okay, so it's basically aliens. Some people believe that the men in black are supposed to prevent the public from knowing about UFOs, obviously. Bitches. Because they always go threaten people. They're also thought to be a secret government organization. Definitely. 100%. 100%. Definitely, I agree with that. And they're also sometimes thought to be aliens themselves or some kind of dark demonic presence. Oh, I've never heard I've never that, that way. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. They show up unannounced. They threaten people to give up their research. And you know what? That reminded me of the... Remember the Hoyabacha one that I did? The Creepy Forest? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember there were some UFOs in that one? But the guy said that most of his pictures and his research got taken by men in black or the government Uh uh-huh it was the one that has like the top hat photo right we're like yeah yeah, okay yeah so if no one's listened to that episode go check it out because it's pretty interesting uh some people also believe that the government doesn't want citizens to know exactly how close we are to actual aliens because they think it would cause a mass panic yeah because people are stupid i'll just say it i agree yeah people are stupid And it'll make people question, like, their entire existence. So, truly, I truly believe that if there's aliens, it um, shatters the Christianity, Islamic, like, all the baselines of religion. Like, that's over. And so, it'll literally, like, make make people explode their minds. Yeah. And also, we're going to get into it just a little bit later, but it brings into account cognitive dissonance. Yes. Yes. So the men in black are known to wear black suits and or hats, dark sunglasses, drive black sedans or SUVs, and arrive in groups of two to three. So this is not always the case because it's not always the case. (laughs) Sometimes they look like FBI agents or they have supernatural features like strange complexions or glowing eyes. Oh... All right, so in June 27th, 1947, this is the first story of the men in black. And funny enough, it's the incident we're going to talk about. Um, It's called the Maury Island Incident. It's with Harold Dahl. And then we'll get into it later. Like, I'll give you all the details in just a minute. Okay. But there's another men in black story from Dr. Herbert Hopkins, who was acting as a consultant on a UFO teleportation case for Maine. And then all of a sudden he gets this phone call from the New Jersey UFO Research. It's like some organization. And they asked if they could visit the doctor. And he was like, okay, uh, yeah, why why not? I'm I like, guess. whatever. So we went to the back door to switch on the porch light for this intended visitor, but noticed that the person someone was already walking towards this door. And back in the forties. I think it was the forties. Either way, back then Back there when is Ted no, was born. There's like there's no way he would have already been at the back door because you're using a landline. Like he just got off the phone. Yeah. 
The doctor said that he himself acted out a character by inviting the man inside his home without asking any more details. He didn't even know the guy's name. What? Yeah, who does that? And he let him into this home? Yeah, and the doctor said that his dog reacted differently towards the man, and he barked at him, and then he went and hid in the closet with his tail tucked. <gasps> That's sad. Which, like, we, we obviously didn't read the signs here. Yeah. If your dog hates someone, fuck that person. The visitor wore all black except for white gloves. He didn't have any hair or eyebrows, which That's alopecia. fucking weird. Maybe it's an FBI guy with alopecia, though. That's true. But also it's called, there. what is the theory in criminology? It's like trace evidence that every single thing you touch, you'll always leave a little bit of DNA, which is typically like hair and fingerprints. Mm. So they're probably trying to eliminate that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so smart. <laughs> this guy, this visitor had a low set, small nose, and small ears. His skin was incredibly white. And the man told Dr. Hopkins that he had two coins in his pocket and asked him to take one out. No, I don't want to. Which he did. I know, right? Which he did. Wait, he took a and coin was... out of the other dude's pocket? Yeah, dude, I guess. This is fucking weird to me, but... <laughs> okay, so he asked him to take a coin out of his pocket, and he did, which was like this new penny. And while the doctor was looking at this penny, it appeared to change colors, and then it went out of focus, and then it just disappeared. What the fuck? Yeah. So the visitor told Dr. Hopkins that the coin would never be seen on this plane again and changed the subject to an, a guy named Barney Hill, which is an alleged UFO abductee, to which he stated he did, but he thought that Barney Hill had died a while back. The man told him that he was correct, that Barney didn't have a heart. We killed him. And much like the doctor, no longer had a coin. Wait, huh? So, like, is this some type of, ooh, is this, like, a weird threat? This is, like, ominous. Like, hey, I'm gonna fucking kill you, bro. Like, here, bro, take a coin out of my pocket. You take it out. It fucking disappears. And then he's like, you know about this guy? Doesn't have a heart. And he doesn't have a coin. Just like your coin. Do you. But, yeah. The fu- okay. Just say I'm gonna kill you. Just yeah. say it. You Don't know what? Riddle. Do you know what? You gotta what? give me specifics if I'm gonna believe your threats. Okay. <laughs> So, Barney Hill actually died from a cerebral hemorrhage. It had nothing to do with his heart. So, I don't know where the fuck that comes from, but... Yeah. And if he didn't have a heart in his autopsy, we definitely would have heard about Unless that. it was covered up. Unless it was a government cover-up. Oh, my God. I'm scared. We're all living in a simulation. Oh, my God. That appears to be more and more true. We need to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another episode. So, the man told the doctor that he should destroy any UFO evidence that he was currently working on. Uh, no. And then the man's words started to get, like, slower and slower, and then he stood up and said, my energy is running low, and then he left. Same, bro. I have a very <laughs> small social battery. Yeah. I can't. So the doctor then just destroys all his research that he was working on. <laughs> um, he later found out that the New Jersey UFO resor- research organization didn't actually exist. <gasps> Uh, and then he also stated that he had issues with, like, his telephone, um, like, after the man's visit. Because they wiretapped it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then he said that even his patients were telling him that they would get a different voice on the phone when they'd call, <gasps> and they, the voice would tell them that the doctor was no longer at that phone number. And that's um, what I said. What the hell? I was like, it sounds like wiretapping to me. 
Yeah, and they're probably like, hey, has he ever told you about aliens? No? Okay, well, he's no longer here, bye. Yeah, he said he had, like, weird static and, like, clicks and shit. Like, bro, your shit is Oh, tapped. that's why you're tapped, But that's the Men creepy. in Black. That's what we have on the Men in Black, so. Oh, my gosh. Creepy. No, it ties together, because the Men in Black tried to take fucking Mel's hole. Yeah, exactly. Well, they did take well, it. He ran off, gambled away all his money, and came back. Dude, literally, he's just running a meth lab and then gambled all his shit away. Yeah, and they said, it's, it's not a meth lab. I swear. <laughs> so on June 27th, 1947, Harold Dahl, his son, and his dog were on Aww. board a boat working in the Puget Sound. I'm on a boat. <laughs> working in the Puget Sound collecting stray logs that had escaped from jams that were waiting to be turned into lumber. Yeah, that's big money. There's some A&E show about that. Is there? What? I was a bored child. I watched all that weird shit. Did you watch Swamp People too? Yeah, I did. And I watched those people that live up in Alaska. And that's a like that's a good homestead. show though. Yeah, well, they it's kind of weird. Their kids like thirty and still lives at home, but I mean, where else are you gonna go in Alaska? I don't know to the fucking one city they have. No, Juno. they want to live in the wilderness. <laughs> At approximately 2 p.m., Dog claimed that he looked up at the sky and saw six donut-shaped objects floating 2,000 feet above his boat. Each one was around 100 feet in diameter, with the holes in the center being around 25 feet in diameter. So these are big as fuck. That's big, yeah. But also, how can you estimate that if they're 2,000 feet in the air? Yeah. You're like... You're... Bro's a mathematician. What's it called? The spatial, spatial... whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Dog claims that uh, he observed round portholes and potentially an observation window on these aircraft. But, uh, like, how good is this dude's eyesight if he can see an observation window 2,000 feet in the air? I guess it's only, like, half a mile, right? Oh, my chair. Right? Because there's 5,000 feet in a mile. Is there? Okay, now I'm going to look it at. 5,280. If it's 2,000 feet up, it's, like, half a mile. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, if it's... Okay. Yeah, it's not as far as we were originally thinking. Yeah. So one of these objects was dropping slowly, and it was being surrounded by the other five. One oh. UFO moved down and attached to the middle UFO for a couple of minutes, and then there was this loud thud, and thousands of pieces of metal went just flying on the ground, one of which hit and killed the dog. Oh, my God. What the... Fuck. You guys yeah. both have fucked up cases. I know. So Dog claims that he threw his dog overboard to give him like a water <laughs> funeral or whatever. He said, see ya, yoink. And then and like, paddle away. Going, yeah, I'm sitting here going, what kind of dog owner does that? But also, wouldn't this be like the easiest way to prove that this incident occurred? Like alien metal killing exactly. a dog? I was like, I bet this dude didn't even have a dog. <laughs> Well, I'm imagining this happening really fast. So, like, the dog gets hit, and then the dude is like, see ya, like, throws it overboard. So, I would imagine that he probably didn't take the time to go check the dog's pulse and shit. I still wouldn't yoink my dog over. I'd leave him on the boat. What do you mean? Even if he was dead. So, not only did this metal kill his dog, it also burned his son's arm and damaged his boat. So, Dahl had pulled his boat to shore at some point, and he was a, because he was afraid the UFO would crash onto his boat while he was on the water. 
He then decided to take photos of these UFOs, and he also recovered a few of the pieces of metal. Some were white and lightweight, and others were dark and most similar to lava rock. So he tried to radio for help, but his radio didn't work. And then he took his son to the hospital and informed his boss, Fred Chrisman, of the incident. So Chrisman is a skeptic, but he had the photos developed, and the negatives had spots on them, and he said that it was similar to film that had been damaged due to radiation. So that's interesting. Radiation? Well, some, and some UFO cases, like, they have that radiation element, though. So Chrisman then went to the island where Dahl had pulled his boat to shore and collected more rock samples. And then he claims that when he was gathering the rock samples, a UFO appeared overhead as if it was watching him. So the skeptic now believes. Whoa. The next morning following the incident, Dahl claimed that a man in black had visited him, asked him to go to a diner with him. Fuck no. Oh, he wait, did. He followed this dude. Yeah. He, well, he like... He drove behind the guy and followed him to a diner. And then this man in black proceeded to detail the events of the day before to Dahl. He then like warned Dahl. Like, telling this guy about what happened? Like, what happened to him. Like, oh. hey, I know what the fuck happened, basically. Oh, okay. He then warned Dahl that bad things would happen to him and his family if he told anyone about the incident. And look here, I am a visual learner, you guys. So if you're threatening me, you're going to have to give me some specifics about what bad things are happening before I'm going to wrap my head around, like, (laughs) what the hell you're talking about. Cool, bad things. I dropped my fork. The fuck? Yeah, that's bad because I had to rewash it. Yeah. Define bad, like. So Dahl and Chrisman reached out to a publisher named Ray Palmer, who is the eventual founder of Fate Magazine two years later. They sent him a box of metal fragments and their statements about what had happened. And a few weeks later, Palmer contacted a man named Kenneth Arnold. So Kenneth Arnold had his own UFO sighting near Mount Rainier on June 24th, 1947, which was just three days after... Oh... Our, our boy. Sorry, it's three days before? It was oh. in three days. Whatever. Yeah. It was around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Same week. Yeah. Oh, so these aliens are out there trying to get some booty. Yeah, the 40s were rough, man. In a multitude of ways. <laughs> Arnold, <laughs> Arnold started to begin investigating UFOs. Uh-huh. Um, and then, of course, we all know that his incident was more well-known. Yeah. So Arnold enlisted the help of two army officers in an attempt to confirm or deny the presence of aliens. So in July of 1947, two army A2 officers came out to investigate and conduct interviews. The boat was examined. Um, however, Dahl and Chrisman did not give any photos to the officers. So I don't know what they've done with these photos, but like they're not giving it to the, the magazine publisher or these investigators. Or the military. Yeah. What's the Dahl hell? even claimed... Yeah, I don't know. Dahl even claimed that his son had been had gone missing, but his son was later found waiting tables in Montana and allegedly couldn't remember how he had gotten there. So maybe this okay. was one of the bad things the guy was talking about. This is a weird story. Yeah. Like, this guy's like, bad luck, bad luck, bad luck. How old was his son again? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, okay. 20s, 30s, I Why was I going to say, that's when, like, 
early 20s i'm pretty sure is when schizophrenia like really showcases itself in men so like what if he had an episode forgot Mm -hmm. who he was and just like wound up in montana i thought he was like older like out of his teen years but i can't remember to be honest the officers left the next day in their B-25 bomber, but never made it to their destinations. So they ended up needing to go somewhere because this was supposed to be the time where the Air Force and the Army split. Yeah, boy. Everything came from the Army. Yep. So um, their bomber actually crashed and killed both officers, but two enlisted personnel parachuted to safety, which, I mean, yeah, that tracks. We're the only ones that do our jobs. <laughs> so, Dahl and Chrisman believe that the bomber was shot down and alleged to have heard anti-aircraft guns go off when the plane came down. They also stated that the officers had brought some of the metal from the UFOs on board. How fucking convenient. Yeah. So, the FBI investigated the crash and determined that the entire incident alleged by Dahl and Chrisman was a hoax, and they threatened to prosecute the two men. <gasps> what? The Air Force conducted their own investigation into the plane crash and determined that one of the engines caught fire, causing the enlisted to bail. But before the officers could jump from the plane, the wing broke, struck the tail section, which also broke, and caused the plane to start to spin, which trapped them inside. Oh, that's sad. Either way, it's sad, because they died in a plane crash. Yeah. An Air Force investigator, well, I mean, let's just be honest. They probably, like, tried to maintain the bomber even as it was going down so the enlisted could get out, and they did, and then at that point, it was too late for them. Sad. You know, if they're good officers, anyway. Yeah, but what's a good officer? I've never met one. Me either. Stay tuned. (laughs) They're like Mel's Hole. You've heard of it, but you can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Air Force investigator spoke to Dahl and Chrisman and examined their boat. The investigator concluded that the damage to the boat did not match the damage that the two had spoken of. He also stated that there had been no metal on the island and that the samples that the two had given him looked more like slag from a metal smelter. So they just fucking made this shit up. Yeah. That's hard words. Hard word. Yeah. Dahl and Chrisman admitted to it being a hoax, but in later years, they claimed they were forced to say that it was a hoax. So who fucking knows? That sucks. So there is um, a conspiracy, Uh and there's actually a movie that came out called Mirage Men, and I think it's on YouTube. So this movie basically came out to claim that the U.S. government has been infiltrating UFO groups and feeding them lies and (gasps) half-truths. And, could see it. Yeah. And if they did feed false information, it could potentially be a way to keep new tech under wraps from the rest of the world. But also, this was the 40s, so, like, it could be that they infiltrated and started saying, oh, this is aliens, it's aliens, like, this is what we're talking about, because they're actually testing for, like, nuclear weapons. And during yeah, the Cold War, they couldn't let Russia know that. So, yeah. That's probably more the case. That's a good conspiracy. That's sound. Yeah. So there's an ODNI report on, oh, here it is, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon from 625 of 2021. And it basically just says that we don't have enough information to identify what these are or even can confirm or deny aliens. But it, but it's, but they're confirming, like, there's shit that's happened that we don't know. 
yeah that we can't explain exactly and but i think they're trying to say it's more like tech no so we talked about cognitive dissonance which is yes. so there's there's a couple different definitions wait, wait i'll give you a great example of cognitive dissonance yeah. It's when people who vote conservative say, you can't make me get a mask or wear a mask. You can't make me get a vaccine, but I can tell you, you have to give birth. That's what we call cognitive dissonance. Yep, but they're just ignoring that shit. It's not like breaking cognitive their brains. Cognitive dissonance, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck you, bitch. It's easy for you to say when you're not forced to give birth. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you how I'll deal with it. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> How about that? clarification. (laughs) Anyway, so Wikipedia defines it as, as it relates to psychology, as the perception of having contradictory information. So like Mariah said, the dictionary definition is the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. Yep. So it's basically... The podcast that I was listening to basically said that it's the pressure of holding two different worldviews. Mm-hmm. And so me, I'm sitting here going, so this can be a huge psychological experiment based on the conspiracy the Mirage Men brought up. So what if they're just, the government is just feeding UFO information, not because of the Cold War, but just to see like How as a psychological have. experiment on just regular citizens? Huh. Dude, I would believe that UFOs and aliens are just, like, this big mindfuck from the government. But I also think they're real. I, I would agree with that. I just don't think they're real to the extent that we all believe. Like, I think that they're very different. What do you mean? Like, you don't think that they're, like, tech, like, no, tech no, no, no. I think they're way like, more high-tech. Okay. Adv- I, like, I think they're way more advanced than, mm-hmm. than we've been led on. Like, I think it's... Oh, Yeah. I think we're being fucked with. I think that, I mean, maybe this is all just a simulation because of the tech. Boom! You got it. No, I I think that aliens 100% exist. Aliens in, like, the gray men and little round spaceships, I don't know. But there has to be other life. The galaxy is so fucking big that there's no way it's just us. But what I don't agree with is, like, if someone was... Or, okay, I'm going to speak from, like, a human perspective. If someone was super advanced, technologically advanced in every way above us, why would they come to Earth, right? Like, that's my only thing is why would they come and visit us? Because, yeah. like, we're, we're, we can barely get into fucking space. Yeah, we're <laughs> out too, here flying we're, the galaxy. No, we're too far gone. Like, even if they came in and, like, were just trying to be nice to introduce new tech to us to watch us thrive, we would fuck that shit up. And I think that so any fast. aliens out there fucking know that. They're like, nah. But then if they're like us, you have to assume that they also, like, I, I couldn't see it being a utopia where the aliens yeah. live. Right? It'd be like this. So, yeah. I don't know. I have so a lot of questions. So, they wouldn't even come here and give us shit. Yeah, I, uh, but I definitely think that aliens are real. Agreed. Yeah, there's no way. And people who are like, aliens don't exist. The Earth was formed 3,000 years ago. Like, no. They probably it's think just, that time is linear, wrong. too. That's factually incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff is, like, factually incorrect, and we've proven that. Basically, these these 
the researchers, Christopher French, Julia Santamaro, Victoria Hamilton, Rachel Fox, and Michael Talborn attempted to replicate a previous study. So this previous study found that people who claim to have come into contact with aliens, we're going to call them experiencers, they appear to have a different psychological profile than control patients. Okay. So that's interesting. Um, experiencers show higher levels of disassociative behavior, absorption, paranormal belief, and experience, and are possibly fantasy prone. Well, no shit. Your entire <laughs> world has just, like, your world concept has been fucking exploded. I mean, yeah. So then they also appear to show greater susceptibility to false memories. Yeah. Which was assessed using the Deese-Rodiger-McDermott technique. So if you don't know what that is, it basically just gives you a list of these words that are all related. And then after a certain amount of time, like, I don't know, five, ten minutes or whatever, you're asked to list out the words that you saw or pick from a list of words. And basically, if you pick a word that's related to it that wasn't on the list, that's a, that's a false memory. That's oh. this technique. So this new study that they did, they wanted to recreate these these results from this other study that I just told you about. But then they also wanted to assess the tendency to hallucinate and, like, how it's related to self-reported incidents of sleep paralysis. We love sleep paralysis we over here. We have an episode on that. We have. We have... A lot of our episodes go back to sleep paralysis. Yeah, but I think we have one, it's like mini episode one or two that is specifically sleep paralysis. Go listen. So the study, this new study, used 19 UK-based experiencers and a control group of people who matched in age and gender. The experiencers were found to show the exact same results as the previous study, as well as they had higher levels of self-reported psychic ability tendency to hallucinate, and self-reported sleep paralysis. However, mm-hmm. no significant differences were found between the groups in terms of false memories. So sure. there's two different studies that basically say that they have a different psych profile. Which, like, I agree that they probably do because they've experienced something that they've probably been told does isn't real and, do, like, doesn't yeah. exist. So I could see I w- why, but the yeah. psychic abilities is, like, a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would basically, yeah, I would love to see a baseline prior to this experience and like compare it. But I mean, there's no way to do that unless they start like baselining everybody. And and I want to see like what was the experience? Like, was it was every single person saying, "Hey, I was abducted and taken to this other place," or was it like a "I saw a UFO one time"? I think it was literally just just an experience. Like, I don't think it was mm -hmm. specifically I was abducted. It was like. I experienced UFOs. They like, need to narrow I that saw shit them. down better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, interesting study. Interesting study. But need to narrow that down. But that's my that's my aliens, Weird Washington. So that's the episode. A twofer. A twofer. The boys hole and men in black. Thanks for coming, Ted. Everyone remember, if you enjoyed listening to Ted's awful ranting, <laughs> he has a podcast called Two Drunk Cucks, right? Yep. There you go. So it's if you on like Spotify. Ted, exactly. You can find it wherever you listen to your podcast. If you want more Ted, you can go get Teddy Two Pumps on his own podcast. Yeah, dude. Thanks for thanks for doing the research and like taking the time out of your day. Cause he's so busy. So busy. But anyway, this wrapped up 
episode one of season two. And don't forget, we're releasing episodes every two weeks. So we'll be back next Friday for a brand new episode. But anyway, thanks guys for coming back. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.